Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. The biggest story of the week is President Biden's multiple, not just boxes, but multiple places that he was storing classified documents. And the amazing hypocrisy of that. This is Wiggins America. Thanks for tuning in this weekend. My name is Ryan Wiggins. I think I've actually got a solution to this problem, though. Who gives an F about this? These are presidents. That's the whole problem with the whole thing from day one when the FBI raided the first president that they had a problem with. They went after him because he had nuclear documents. He had secrets. He had classified. No problem was found that we know of in those documents at all. And I guarantee you, because they want you to know every problem that could possibly ever exist, that if there was anything in those boxes, we would know about it. They're not going to reclassify it. The whole point was to smear him. So we're coming out of the gate strong here. So now here we are this week, the whole big Biden boxes story breaks. And you know what? It doesn't matter. None of this ever mattered. It didn't matter when it was Trump. It doesn't matter when it was Biden. And guess whose fault it is that it's even a story right now that we're talking about it? It's the left's fault because they have no actual standards. They make up standards as they go that suit them in the moment. Be damned the fact that we've been doing the same thing and that they'll be found out later because that's where we are. You made your bed. Now you have to sleep in it. So you're wondering, well, why do they do this to Trump? Maybe you're not even wondering that because you know why they do this to Trump because they just want to stop Trump. This is the deep state. This is the administrative state. This is the alpha bet soup agencies coming after Donald Trump because they don't like Donald Trump. And then it breaks that not not only one set of boxes, but there were two sets and that they've known about it since before the election. Don't even get me started, but you already have. Yeah, we're coming out strong. And I told you that I think I've got the solution to this problem. Guess what? It comes from the most unlikely source of all. It comes from Joy Behar. Joy Behar is doing what Dave Chappelle said that Trump does, being an honest liar. She's laying it out there for you to see. She doesn't even know the hypocrisy she's talking about. Here you go. Really, I but, mean, I, I think that no, what you just said is yeah, right, that, yeah. that there are differences in what happened. Yes, but you know, the are not good. Well, we all know that Trump is a liar and a thief, you know? <laughs> we know that. So it's not that big a jump. 
to say that he obstructed and he lied. We don't think that Biden is a liar and a thief, so we give him the benefit of the doubt. That's partly what's going on. But what I think also is going on, no matter what the truth of it is, Whoopi, they will spin it. That's it. There it is. That's all you need to know right there. That's the entire platform of the left is that they work backwards from what they already believe to be true. And they don't actually look for truth. They look for what they already know to confirm their bias. We just did a whole training at this company on unconscious bias. I hope the left was taking that same training because you do it in the media all the time. Guess what? We've all got unconscious bias, but it, the most honest of us can at least admit that it's there. These people are so dishonest that they won't even admit that the same exact thing. You want to get into the details of it? Fine. You have a president doing it in one case who can declassify documents. You have a vice president doing it in the other case who cannot declassify documents. You have it being held in a secure location in one case that's being protected by the Secret Service. You have it being held in the garage of the former vice president in the other case. Now, there's less documents for Biden and there's more documents for Trump, but they're all classified documents and people have gone to jail for just having one. My point is none of this matters because they're both presidents. And if you look at Joe Biden and say, yeah, but he was vice president, then I don't care. These are high elected leaders. They have classified clearance. None of this should ever have been an issue. Yet here it is again, because the freaking FBI decided to get political and go after Donald Trump. And it never ends. FBI Included with the DOJ, the NSA, the CIA, they never stop going after somebody because he is their enemy. He can take them down. So what are they going to do? They're going to take him down first. But the hypocrisy is now on display for everybody to see. Joy Behar said it best right there. And I appreciate the honesty of that liar when she says, we're working backwards from our solution. We've already determined that Biden is innocent, so we're working backwards and saying, so his motive was probably fine. We've already determined that Trump was guilty, so we're working backwards from that and saying that his motive was probably nefarious. It doesn't matter that it's the exact same crime. It doesn't matter. One's guilty and one's not because they've decided it ahead of time. You think I'm lit now? We got a whole show ahead of us. So stick around. Whole bunch of guests. We've got Linda Andreas, who is the county clerk of, of Madison County. She ran on a platform of cleaning up election issues. If there are any, we're going to talk to her about that next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. On the phone with us this weekend is Linda Andreas. She is the brand new county clerk for Madison County. And Linda, I wanted to have you on because, well, for a variety of reasons, but you're one of the bright points of local elections in Illinois. You flipped a a seat from blue to red that's been blue for a long time. Thanks for coming on. Sure. Thanks for having me. So the the first thing I wanted to ask, and it's... I, I've I've researched this a little bit just going into the election to know what I was voting on, but I figured let's start with the basics because most people don't know, and I'll probably get an education here too. What does a county clerk do? Well, in Madison County, a couple of years ago, they actually voted to have the county clerk and the county recorder position combined. So I'll put that out there first, but uh, the two. The two uh, most important jobs that the county clerk does is oversee elections and uh, work with the tax levies. So, um, and those are those are pretty they're huge. Those are those are two you know huge things. Work like right now we're coming into the consolidated election, so you're gonna we're gonna see school board uh, members and uh, regional school boards and. Um, you know that's a that's a that one's a difficult. That's a little more complicated election. Uh, of course, we know the next one coming in 2024 will be our presidential election. So we'll be seeing those two. We'll work already working towards uh, those those elections immediately. I mean, you've got so many components to that with election judges. With uh, just the mailing side of it is enormous, um, and then you know. Just, there's just a lot of parts to that. Yeah. So let, the tax let me let me ask you. So we'll we'll because you ran on both of those issues, both election integrity and on the tax issues. So let me start with election integrity. Now you ran against Debbie okay. Mendoza in um, in Madison County, Illinois. Madison mm-hmm. County has been trending redder, so uh, it's nice to see that you're in there. Um, but w- now that you're in office. What is it that you want to see happen or what is it that you're going to make happen to secure elections in ways that maybe you thought Madison County was vulnerable before? Well, first you have to find what those vulnerabilities are. And so that's, that's a, that's a process that I started a while back. And that's actually what brought me into uh, running for office First of all, a lot of people were um, had it flat out said they weren't going to vote anymore. They didn't trust the system, whether it was county, state, or federal. Um, and I knew that that's a right 
that if that's if you if you don't use that right, you might as well just say you've lost that right. So I knew that I had to find out whether whether it was broken or whether it was was not broken in our county, at least be a person who can put eyes on it to say so to the best of my ability and build that trust back up because you could do the same damage by having a broken system or making it sound like you have a broken system and nobody uses that. So that needed to be, that needed to be addressed. And I'm assuming you're in the middle of that process now of figuring out what needs to be, if anything does need to be changed. Exactly. Exactly. And so you mentioned the, um, the tax issues. So what what's the other... Now, that's one of the main things that a county clerk does. And I think it's one of the reasons you got elected is because people said, I want to have, have trust in these systems. Even if everything's okay, I want to be able to trust that they are being looked at and scrutinized intensely. Um, but what about the tax side of things? What can, I'm a resident of Madison County, so what can I expect my new county clerk to be doing for me? So one of the things that you know, I got some some uh, slack on it about the tax things because people were saying, "Well, you can't change the taxes," and I never did run on that. What I what I said was, <clears throat> "I want I want to bring some transparency to it." For instance, when our tax levies come in, due to the due to the um, uh, truth and taxation laws, if if a if a district has greater than five percent, then that has to go to referendum. If it's less than 5%, then it doesn't. So basically it comes in and it goes through regardless. Well, that's that's not the best, that truth in taxation law isn't that good of a law, I don't think, because if you come in at 1.4 or you come in at 4.9, you're sliding by, right? So, so I was saying, let me take a look at those when they come in or come through. Let me let me let me look at those, and I also want to. Um, I'd like to see that law changed. Of course, you know I'm not a legislator, but I would like to see that changed, um, especially in light of the fact that our Madison County and the state of Illinois taxes are so incredibly high. Um, so, looking at some ways to reduce those would be beneficial, and if it just means putting it out there to the public, then let's do so now. People can use the website, and they can go look at some of these things. Do they? Probably not. Um, which is another, which is another facet of what I'd like to do towards that is create not just transparency, but education, uh, friendlier use, um, engagement. That when you have 140,000 property tax bills going out, are 140,000 property owners. Are they are they going out and using what's out there? Do they know how to use what's out there? Is there engagement? Is there discussion? Or do you just go throw your hands up in the air and say, "Well, that's the way it is. I can't do anything about it." Um, I'm a real firm believer in uh, citizen engagement, um, and actually, I'm an example of that because I was retired and saw the need and saw what. My, over my lifetime, the the benefit that I've received um, from being a um, military wife, 
from being um, married to you know people who've worked in government that this is a give back time, and we certainly um, we certainly can sit on social media or whatever we want you know and complain and say things, but it's it's really important that people become engaged and even if it's only at their own property level, do so. Take advantage of um, the information that's out there. Knowledge is power. Yeah. Well, where well, again, once once again, where do you send people who are looking to get more information? Because the tax code is so confusing. I get my tax bill and I'm like, I don't even know what I'm looking at here. These numbers don't make any real world sense to me. So where do people go again to, to check up on those things? Well, the thing that, I'm, that I was just talking about wasn't so much your tax bill as it is um, if you go out to the to the county clerk to the to the uh, tax area, so you go out to the county clerk page on the Madison County website, and on the left uh, hand side you'll see a menu. You can choose from those, and you'll see the tax levies in there, and you can find your district, um, and then go see, go look at what that district has levied. You know what are they, what is their increase for? Um, and if it's not an increase, it just it's their, their list, though, because those levies are play into our property taxes. Um, besides your own property assessments, so all those things are used in a formula that's that's a multiplier that ends up with your tax bill. Gotcha. So you can assess your own property, but you'll want to look at those levies because. If you if you remember on your tax bill, there's like a little pie chart, and it'll show you the percentage of where that tax money's gone. It's usually to your school districts. Uh, nobody wants to, you know, mess with your school district because we're talking about our children. But there's nothing wrong with going out and looking at it and seeing is it being how is it being used. So you can go look at that. Um, and like I said, that's that's getting people used to doing those things because. They don't. They don't avail themselves of it because most of the time they don't know. Yeah, and nobody knows so, how to do this. So that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk right. to you. And I'm glad you're there. So, Linda Andreas, as, as we as we close things out here, um, the last thing I wanted to ask you, because I was watching your election very closely on election night, and it ended up being very, very close. I don't know exactly what the totals were at the end, but um, I remember thinking at the time, gosh, uh, you know, my little church group or whatever – um, could have swung this whole election. So I just want to, before you go, just implore people, how important is it to vote in local elections even more than the national ones? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I feel like we can get so distracted by what's happened federally and we forget that each state is, is a sovereign nation, basically. And, and then when you bring it down to the county level, um, trying to think, what's that little thing? You know, uh, you know, act. What is it? Act local. Think global. Act local. If you think, yeah. A lot of people like to say that, but but the but the but the bottom line is, it's very it's it's important what we do at our local level um, creates that. It's like, it's like that pebble in the pond thing. You know, once you, you you throw it in, it hits one little target, but it but it goes out. You know, yeah, and and it's it's just really important that people, and I do I do think that in the last couple of years, that um, with with all that's gone on 
federally, it has brought people to a place. I see more. I do see more engagement. I do. Um, there could be a lot more, though. Um, like I said, I, it's it's easy to complain. And honestly, if you just take that one step, I don't care if it's being a precinct committee person or being on a school board or helping with homeschool kids or babysitting, I don't, I don't care. It's just that one little step can make a difference in in each county. Yeah. Well, thank you so much uh, for doing what you've done because that's exactly what you've done. You just decided uh, I'm an, I've I've had my my career. I'm going to get involved now in a different way in public service. So we thank you for doing that and congratulations on your win. Uh, please know that you have an open door here, if especially if you have anything that. Uh, you're going to change or you want to convey to the public uh, in a in a broad way. Or if you find anything that you're like, well, this is a problem with uh, the way that we're running our elections and you just want to be able to communicate that to people, please please know that you have an open door here. That's wonderful. That's wonderful to know. I appreciate that. And thanks for your time. Thank you. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Boy, as much as I want to be talking about the wins, which is the House Republicans' rules package and committees, this has been good stuff this week. I will talk about that. I got a couple things I want to talk about here, but I just get, my mind can't move on from this dumb classified boxes of documents story. It's just the hypocrisy is on full display. These people knew full well, some of them, not maybe not all of them, but they knew full well that presidents have been doing this, vice presidents have been doing They take boxes of things that are personal to them or stuff they worked on to their library or to their house or apparently to their garage all the time. Yet, I don't even need to go into this. You already know this. I don't need to. But does it drive you as crazy as it does me to see this happen I mean, there's always hypocrisy, but this is so apples to apples. This guy did it, and they don't care. This guy did it, and they do care. It's amazing. My brain cannot function on that level this weekend. Sorry about that. I just keep going back to it. We'll try to we'll try to step away. In fact, in the in the next segment, we're gonna have Trisha come in, and then she's gonna stick around through the next hour. I'm teasing this right now because I'm looking forward to talking about it. We won't get to it in the next segment, but in the next hour, we're going to talk about some of the things that the former Pope said about the Antichrist. With Tricia, we're going to dive in. I, that, that's the tease. I don't want to go too much further into that. But how about this first? The New York Times, speaking of hypocrisy, 
I'm just I'm just mad about this stuff this week. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm kind of yelling a lot, but I'm just mad. The New York Times has decided now that they're going to make a story out of the border. Where have you been for two years? But now it's a story. Why? Because Biden decided to visit the border. And I guess that gives them license. They're so beholden to the Democrat Party that now he's done that and they say, oh, now we can do a story about this. It reads like this from the New York Times. The extraordinary surge in migration, not illegal immigration, in migration across the Americas. This isn't, this isn't a Biden problem, keep in mind. This is across Americas has become the single most dominant issue in the relationship with the United States and Mexico. U.S. authorities stopped migrants 2.8 million times at its southern border in the 12 months ending in September, breaking the previous record set a year earlier. Let's pause right there real quick. If, if you're not familiar, just randomly tuned in to 97.1 this weekend. What they just said there, they're acknowledging, and we've been saying this basically since March of 2021, like a month after he took office, that this is a problem. This surge is enormous. What they just said there, acknowledged, is that Biden has overseen the worst year possible. Yes, last year, they set a record for most illegal immigrant encounters. Not, that's just encounters. That's not people they didn't see. This is just who they've seen. And then, guess when it was broken? This year. So the worst ever was 2021. Then 2022 came along and said, hold my beer. Continuing, the two countries linked by geography, U.S. and Mexico, share a common interest, trying to dissuade people from trying to illegal, illegally cross an already overwhelmed border. Do you think Biden has done that? Of course, Biden has not done that at all. But the New York Times is now reframing things. They're going to change history. President Biden has leaned, as the numbers have hit new highs, President Biden has leaned more heavily into enforcement designed to drive down unauthorized crossings. He has done nothing of the sort. How is Biden able to pursue these increasingly aggressive measures? I kid you not. This is the New York Times writing this. With the help from the Mexican government. Mexico has agreed to take in a growing number of migrants that the U.S. is swiftly expelling after they enter the country. This was Trump's plan. It was working. This month, Biden announced some of his toughest actions yet, a policy that would deny a specific group of migrants the chance to apply for asylum if they cross the border without authorization and would instead send them to Mexico. Does this sound familiar? This was Trump's policy. I'm not kidding. Progressives laid into the president over the sweeping restrictions, which one immigrant advocate called a humanitarian disgrace. So now he's, now he's, he's he doesn't care. He's doing the right thing. He's pissing off both sides. It says, so many people are migrating right now because of how bad life has gotten south of the border over the last few years. So again, this is not Biden's fault. This is, he took office and then all of a sudden, Life was so bad that, that he was dealt this blow. Latin America was hit with a particular force by the pandemic and the economic downturn that followed. The ranks of the poor in the region would grow by up to 45 million, the United States estimated. Hunger, driven by inflation, the war in Ukraine, the effects of climate change is on the rise. 
Clearly no agenda here. Just wanted to point that out, that uh, be ahead of the game and be ready because this is now the talking point. We'll be right back. This is Wiggins America, and Trisha is in studio. Hi, Trisha. Hi, Ryan. So I have a clip that I want to play from you that this week. Actually, there's quite a few things that I've been holding on to for the first few segments here because I want to do them with you. Um, serious questions will be in the next segment, the beginning of the next hour. But first, are you familiar with the name Byron Donalds yet? Yes. We're all learning who Byron Donalds is right now. I'm familiar with the name. Okay. Period. But that's it. You couldn't uh-huh. tell me who he is. Mm-hmm. You know that he's a name. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, he's a Republican congressman, right? Yes. He's a so Republican House member. That's pretty much it. That's. But he's he's gotten a lot of attention because he's part of the Freedom Caucus, and I think he's part of the the most conservative faction of the Freedom Caucus. I think he was one of the twenty. He was that were holding out. He was nominated by at least one person or multiple people during the speaker hearings or nomination process. At least one of the fifteen rounds, he was nominated by everybody. Because so, then he started making the media rounds. Yeah, and everybody was interviewing him. Yeah, and I thought, I know that name, which is great because he's great. He's very, very. He's just a smart guy. And he knows exactly what he's talking about. And so he's making the rounds partially because of his race, because he's black. And the leftist media is basically just trashing him. And there's there's lots of clips I could bring up about that. But that's not really the focus of this. He was on with Joy Reid on MSNBC. So this he's, he's risen quickly. Now, I had heard his name before. But this speaker thing has really made his name and put him on the map. Well known, yeah. And so there's this clip that I wanted to play for you. Now it's kind of a long clip; it's like a minute and a half long. <clears throat> but it's, he's on MSNBC, and kudos to him for taking that interview. Kudos to anybody who's on the left who's willing to come on to our show or 97.1 at all, because once in a while they will and try to defend some sort of policy. But most of the time, they have no interest in doing so. They, they don't, they're not, this is indicative of not trying to reach across the aisle. The left will not do that, even though we invite them like crazy, as you know very mm-hmm. well, having booked lots and lots of guests for Mark Cox over the years. Um, but this is an example of exactly that. This is that invitation being extended and Byron Donald saying, absolutely, I'll take that, ex- I'll, I'll take that uh, invitation. And he did. It was not a great interview and not because of Byron Donald. So I want you to listen to this. And I have some very specific questions about the way this was handled, even more so than the information itself. Here you go. My friend Jody Arrington, who's going to chair a budget, he wants to look into the budget and also look into entitlements. Do you know that Social Security is going to be insolvent in 2035? It is not going to be. That yes, is not true. That, that is actually, actually not true. No, it's actually not true. Now, Joy, it's actually not true. Joy, it's actually I'm a not true. professional. It's actually not true. But it's actually not true. I work in the financial community. I That's actually not true. Social That's Security actually not true. will go insolvent. That's actually not true. Those are the facts. That's not Should true. Should we not prepare that is not for true. that? What the Republican Party and what the Tea Party have proposed is privatizing Social Security, which would actually subject Social Security to the whims of the market, which I don't think that people, you that's not what they the paid into. No, the, if no, you look at the returns not, of the S&P 500 since 2006, the returns of the S&P 500 since 2006, you're saying, so you, you, okay, Hold so on. you support privatizing I, I, Social Security. No, I want to explain to you. 
I am a financial professional. I'm securities licensed. Actually, I just lost my licenses because I'm not allowed to trade anymore because I'm a member of Congress. Mm -hmm. But let me assure you, if you look at the S&P 500 from 2006 until today, the growth rate in the S&P 500 would have more than taken care of Social Security, way more than the federal government And has. each time that Wait, you had a crash, it would subject people's no, Social Security true. funds I'm, to a crash. Hold on a second. So let me just, in, hold on a second. Go We're go not going to have go 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 a whole long go thing go on Social Security. But let me just be clear. You You are in favor of privatizing Social Security. No, I'm not. But you just argued it. for it. I okay. said you, you, you just brought it up and it. I brought you the facts. But so you are S&P 500. So if a bill came forward to privatize Social Security, you'd be for it? No, because what we should be doing... Okay. Oh, then it's a moot point. Then it's a moot point. It's not a moot point. You're trying to put words in my mouth. But you just explained that the S&P would be a better return than Social Security. So then you're for privatizing That is a fact. Don't cheapen privatization when the data is crystal clear that the returns would have been better. Okay, you're for it. You've said that you're for it. That means that it would have been a better situation than what we've seen to Okay, that debacle <laughs> aye, aye, aye. was a minute and a half long. Now it there's more to that interview. It's probably like a seven minute interview, um, but that is indicative of the way that whole thing went. Is that how Joy Reid speaks to all of her guests? I doubt it because that is miserable to listen to. It's terrible. It's awful. And I apologize ahead of time that that was a minute and a half long. But you could hear at the very beginning she's doing it. Then they have a little bit of back and forth on something regarding Social Security where nothing really comes out. And then at the very end, it's the same thing again. She's just going, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. So while I acknowledge that it's good that she would have him on, but she's not alone in that. I mean, I just said, we invite leftist gas Democrats all the time mm-hmm. to be on our and shows. And we do not treat people that way. We do not. We want, genuinely want to have a debate on issues. Now, you're coming onto our territory. I'll admit that because we, as, as a host, I can decide, here's the issue we're going to talk about. And you, as the guest can't just decide, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. You, you can't drive it into somewhere else. The host does that. So, No, but if you as a host present a question to a guest, you at least have the respect for the guest regardless yes. of how they might see the issue versus how you might see the issue to let them finish a thought. And she didn't do that at all. No, it was very painful to listen to. Yeah, she, she asked a question about Social Security at the very beginning of that. And after a minute and a half... That question had basically not been answered at all, and not because Byron Donalds isn't trying to answer it, but because she won't let him answer. So the question that I have for you is not necessarily... Go ahead, go ahead. I can see it on your face. No, I just want to know, because at one point she said then the Social Security would be subject to market losses, market decline, basically. And I thought... Well, that's interesting. And he went to respond to that. And I have no idea what the response is to that. Yeah. So I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. She even like short sighted herself there with a decent question in the midst of all the nonsense. Yeah. That's the problem is that a what they're talking about. This is I, I loathe the fact that where we're at in the United States now is such a cultural battle with the woke stuff and abortion and these things which are i mean they're essential i'm not saying they're not they're they're very very important to to have those discussions and battle on those fronts because we have to but these kind of talks to me is what this is what government discussions used to be is well what should social security be should social security be at all if so should it be privatized or should it be semi-privatized which i think it sounds like byron donalds is making a case that it shouldn't be 
privatized, but it should be at least subject to the market somewhat. I, I couldn't tell. But it's hard to tell. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the, the big question that I wanted to ask you is just since we're in this industry and uh, the news, the media, do we on the right grab clips like that of Joy Reid and Joy Behar and The View these are the most salacious things that come out of the left. Is that the same as the left saying, hey, every time Mike Lindell speaks, that's the whole right. Or every time Marjorie Taylor Greene or Lauren Boeber or whoever, who sometimes mm-hmm. I do agree with these people, but not all the time. And so when they say something really crazy or that I just disagree with, it may not be crazy, but I just disagree with it. They There are huge portions of the left, including CNN, MSNBC, who they grab those people and they're like, this is the entire right. Mm-hmm. Is this us doing this with Joy Reid? To some extent. To some extent, that's what we do. I think it speaks to a bigger cultural problem, problem, whatever it is, a cultural narrative that we are constantly seeking the most salacious thing from any source. Mm-hmm. And using it to entertain and inform the biggest mass. And there's a reason that it feels good to gossip because sure. it you get fake endorphins or whatever from it. Yeah, it's <gasps> if you hear two people, if Joy Reid would have listened to Byron Donalds and he would have listened to Joy Reid and they would have had a discussion regardless of where they came down on the issue, the viewer would have been informed but maybe not as entertained. Your eyes might have glazed well, over. I, yeah. You might have tuned out. I well, I, I asked the question because I genuinely just want to be checking it myself have on made, it. I mean, it wouldn't have made the news yeah. that you're checking into. You wouldn't have seen that clip had they had a just a normal debate, a normal well, discussion about it. I don't know because I I did see the interview. And you saw it when it was happening. No, no, after the fact. How was the headline though? Well, that was the headline. Exactly. So that grabs so the attention. So in order to make headlines, yeah. you have to do things like that. But then, but Joy Reid wants the headline. Right. But Joy Reid comes off looking poorly in that. Terrible. So. Two people that disagree with Joy Reid. There are possibly people that agree with Joy Reid. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I think it's, for me, it's less about right and left and more about society being into Shiny stuff objects. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the most salacious stuff is going to get the headlines. It's yep. why Prince Harry has a book coming out right now mm-hmm. is because he is willing to share dirt or even not make up dirt, but certainly say things like, my arch nemesis is my brother. Well, that's stuff you say in your family because you love your brother and you fight with your brother, you know? Mm-hmm. But to say that publicly in a book about your brother who is possibly going, or will be, the future king of England... That's a big deal. And so it sells books and obviously blah, blah, blah. We're constantly looking, even with our content, for the most egregious examples of the things that we already see. Well, yes. Whatever guests we have on, whatever our hosts are saying on a regular basis, we have a team of content producers that are going through listening for that thing that's Mm going to make people go, wait, what? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, sound bites. Mm-hmm. It's what you do. Yeah. <clears throat> I think the the reason I wanted to play that whole thing is for the reason that it's it's a little bit more than just a sound bite. You're hearing a good portion of an actual interview. 
where there is literally no debate happening. No, it was miserable. And I, I, I wanted to point that out and, and ask the question, which I think I probably knew the answer is that we, we yes, of course we do that stuff. But, but we don't treat people like that. But we don't. And that's my end point is that we do not treat but people like that. But that's not all conservatives. Uh, not all no. conservative. But we as 97.1, we yes. as a station, we yes. as and folks that are have integrity in our product and our work and respect for our guests do not treat people like that. But there are people on the right that treat people on the left like that as well. No doubt about it. And I think the, the overarching point that I want to make before we get right to the top of the hour here is that... I feel like, and, and, and I, this is open for debate too, but and, and obviously I know who's listening to us right now. It's majority conservatives, although liberals do listen to us too. I do feel as if there is a greater ability to have discussion and debate on the right than there is on the left. Um, I, I feel as if, and I'm using that word on purpose, that the left does default more to feelings and making you react emotionally to things, whereas conservatives are bad at doing that. And we actually probably should try to do that more because what we're doing is more just let's have rational discussions about budgets. Those aren't fun things to do, and they never get headlines. And the problem is that we're not having those discussions, and I think that's a great example of not having that discussion on a real issue that we should be talking about. Is Social Security going to be around by the time you and I get there? I'd really like to know the answer to that question. After listening to two different sides of the aisle debate it, I know nothing more about exactly. it. Exactly. Anyway, let's get to the top of the hour. Trisha's going to be here. The next hour, we're going to do serious questions. And then I think, Trisha, I'm going to have you stick around. I'm going to ask you some questions about the Antichrist. Ooh, okay. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 